Hello, Mama. So excited, as always, to be here with you. And I'm really excited to wrap up this um, three-part episode, I guess we could call it a mini-series, about how to slow down life a little bit, how to get back some of our time in a world that is turning so quickly. There's constantly things vying for our attention more than we can handle, uh, so much so that we feel exhausted, depleted, we miss things, we're missing moments with our kids, we're, we're just not living the lives we're made for because the pace at which our culture is going. And ultimately, we can't just blame it on our culture. There's so much actually that is in, we have control of, that that is in our hands that we can take action on and make some intentional decisions about. And so I've been loving unpacking these different ways that you can get your time back. It's a topic I'm very passionate about because I, um, I don't know, I just don't have a tolerance for living unintentionally. I, I have a very low tolerance for it. And so I can feel when my life starts to get out of my hands where I feel like there's so many things I want to be doing and I'm, I'm failing at a lot of them, or I'm missing the mark, or I'm not able to fit them in, or I'm just feeling anxious and stressed because I don't know how to do it all. And so when I begin to feel that way, I it kind of gets my little antenna up and I'm like, no, I cannot keep down this road. How can I shift things? What can I do? What are the action steps I need to take? And and even while like I'm, I'm teaching you this and I'm helping you implement it because I've done it many times, there's always more editing that I have to do. Um, in part because just as we go through time when this is not on the forefront of our mind, we're slowly gonna add things back in, uh, not have us from a boundaries and places. Slowly and slowly, our time will be swept away more and more. Um, in addition, there's always more things coming at us, right? There's new seasons where our kids are getting older or our kids are starting school or we are stepping into a new role somewhere. And so there's always going to be more things that are added. And so we just have to have this kind of in the back of our minds at times to always be ready to do it again. Okay, now it's time to edit again. I'm feeling the same thing come back. So it's time to to make some steps forward. And so that's why I love talking about this because I'm continually in this process of figuring out how I can have more ownership of my life and allow less and less uh, margin for the things that don't matter or the things that steal from me. Now, there's always going to be things we don't want to do. It's impossible to live a life without some of those things. And honestly, some of that is part of God's design. Like, um, we need to work hard to, to get, to get out of this in nature, to, to be fully refined into the people we're created to be. God uses the hard things that we walk through, the, the tedious things we walk through to create, craft us and create us into who we're made to be. But we need to even create space to allow for that process to happen. Because if we are just so consumed by the hard and the insignificant and whatever that looks like, that we don't have space to reflect and, and allow it to refine us and allow it to do its work and we're just stuck in anxiety, then that's we're, we're actually wasting all of that time. We're wasting all of those hard things that we're walking through because we're not giving it the space to do its work inside of us. And motherhood is kind of the prime example of this, especially when our kids are little. There is so much that we have to do that we don't necessarily love, but it's just part of the role. 
but God can redeem that if we give him the space to do so. So all of that to say, <laughs> I hope you will go back and listen to the previous two parts of this, uh, I think episode, let's see, 194 and 195, and just dive into all the different areas that I, I touched on of how to kind of get back more of that time. And all of us are going to be better at certain categories. Today, we're going to dive into um, what people might even refer to as rest. And I call them distractions. <laughs> um, a lot of us are resting in the wrong ways. And so we're going to talk about that today. And I'm so excited to go there with you. We're going to be diving into those hot topics that we all know so well. Social media, TV, texting, shopping. Okay. Hard stuff, but we all need it. We all need it. So let's get into it. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, Mama, I'm so excited to dive in today. I just know as I have taken more and more control back of my life, I oh, I just feel so much better. I have a, more of a lightness to me. I, I feel like I am being more successful in every area of my life. I'm more present as a wife, as a mother, as a child of God. I am more productive as a business owner. I'm more able to pour into ministry and the people in my life. Now, it doesn't mean I'm perfect at any of these by any means. There's still, like I said, I'm still editing. I'm still trying to figure a lot of this out. And so there are areas I struggle with uh, often. And sometimes those flip-flop, you know, one week it's one thing, one the next week it's another. Um, but I am still trying to hone in on it. However, I have watched myself in different seasons when I allow these rest things, we can call them that because I know often that's how we see them. It's like we, we think it's rest and it's not. And when I allow these into my life more in certain seasons, I can feel the difference. I can feel I feel more depleted. I feel like I have less time. I feel more tired the next day. I feel more distracted. I feel more angry. I feel more anxious. You know, this impacts every area of my life. And so we've, we've got to go here. And I know I've talked about these things before because, I mean, we've got to talk about them. There's so many people talking about them because that's how important they are. They, these are things that are so alluring. And I even, I was at um, an amazing conference this weekend that my church helped put on called She Rises. So incredible, life-changing. Next year, you got, you got to come, come out to Southern California and join us. It was so beautiful. But I heard one of the speakers talk about how <laughs> she often just even spiritualizes uh, being distractions. Like, you know, she's spending her time with God and then she thinks, oh, I need to I need to go on Instagram and I need to look. There was a quote I saw and I really want to meditate on that for a minute. So let me, let me just go on Instagram for a second and just find that. 
And, and then I'll meditate on that. And then, you know, you get on Instagram and she sees, looks, forgets what she's looking for and sees a hundred other things and starts thinking about shopping or about, uh, what her friends are doing or a party she wasn't invited to or who knows what, right? And I think this is something that happens to all of us at various times. Maybe it's in your quiet time. Maybe it is throughout your day with your kids when you're dysregulated and you're triggered and you're done and you just want a little bit of escape. Maybe it's at the end of your day where you are so depleted and you have nothing left. And it's like, it feels like it's the only thing that you have energy to do. It feels like you are not capable of anything besides just vegging out on social media, TV, shopping, whatever it is. It, it feels like that is all that there is. And I get it. I, again, have had days like this. I've had weeks like this. I've had whole seasons where this feels like all I have to, all I have left. And the reason I can even describe to you so clearly what this feels like is because I have lived it and I get it. And again, I've had seasons where this has mastered my life or I've mastered it more than others. So as I talk to you, just know that I've been there and I still am there certain days or weeks or seasons. But what I, as I have really worked to take back my time and back control over my life, I have seen significant differences in how I feel, in what my life looks like and how productive I am because of my control over these things. So I want you to start thinking about this in a little bit of a different way. And you've probably heard people talk about it, maybe me, but if not, then it's time to start thinking about this differently. And maybe you have thought about it before, but this is a reminder to think about that again. This, these things that we use, we feel like we say, it's my only option. It's my, it's, it's what I need right now. It's, it's what I need at the end of the day. It's, it's my, my space to rest. And my question for you is, is that really giving you true rest? Because I think a lot of the time, now I want to say like, I don't believe that these things are inherently evil. I don't believe that you need to completely cut them out of your life and never touch your phone again, never touch TV again. Now, some of you might. And honestly, I think if all of us chose that, it would probably bless us. Honestly, I, I, there's a, there's a, there's a space for it and it's okay to have it in your life. But I don't know. Part of me just wants to cut it all out completely and never touch it again. Maybe I will someday. Right now, I have a pretty happy happy place with it where it's it's not at all consuming my life, but there's moments where I enjoy it. But maybe social media I would I would delete forever. As always something I've thought about doing. We'll see. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. But all that to say, you do not, as you hear all of this, I'm not telling you to never turn on the TV again. I'm not telling you to never go shopping online again. I'm not telling you to never scroll social media. And this is ultimately going to be a decision that you and the Holy Spirit are going to make. And I'm going to talk you through some things to help you kind of figure out where you're at with it and what maybe action steps you need to take. And if you're someone that says, like, I just don't have enough time. I just, I can't do it all. I just, I can't rest. I can't take care of myself. I can't take care of other people. I can't take care of the house. I want you really to lean into this conversation and really be honest with yourself because this for most of us is the biggest area where we can get our time back. This is the biggest place where you can really find some extra chunks of time to make progress on your real goals, on those core values that we talked about in the first part of these episodes. 
if you really want more time for that, this is probably going to be the biggest place where you can find that. So for you, first of all, I just want you to reflect and you should get out a pen and paper and, and just spend some time reflecting. You can even start a note in your phone and just type through your thoughts. Um, and I want you just to think through what are for you, what are your biggest time sucks? What are the biggest things that are sucking away your time that are not on your schedule. So these are like things that are not scheduled out. So, you know, we've talked about most of them, but social media, TV, um, online shopping, it could even be texting. Now that that's a little more nuanced, but ultimately I definitely think texting, emailing can fall into this category. Um, and maybe you have something else that's not listed here. Like what are the things on your, that are not on your schedule that are taking away most of your time? Okay. After you've really honestly thought about that and everyone's going to be different. Like for me, scrolling on social media has never felt good. And so I've never been super addicted when I allow it in my life. I do get like stuck there. I'm like, oh, I just wasted 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, but I've never been like, oh, I love this at the end of the day. It's never made me feel good. So it's never been really a, a problem in terms of addiction. I, I need to set very clear boundaries with it for myself. Otherwise I accidentally end up there. Right. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to take a minute to just settle on the couch for a minute and I'll click on Instagram and you know, there goes that 30 minutes. And so I, I just set very clear boundaries with this. So I don't end up doing that. Um, but for me, I think TV probably is one that I can fall into more easily. If I have a show that I'm really enjoying, it's like, I just want to keep watching it and I want to watch it the next night and I want to watch more episodes that night and you know, all of those things. So that's kind of probably my area where I fall into it the most online shopping can be in certain seasons, but then, you know, I, I can set pretty good boundaries with that when I need to. So, you know, all of us are going to be different or maybe it's different seasons for you. So where are you at in this season? Which one are you struggling with the most right now? And I want you just to, to spend some time reflecting on it. Some, some questions to kind of think through are, when do these come into play? So what times of your day are these showing up? Is it during your quiet time? Like we kind of already talked about some of these. Is it during your quiet time? Is it in the middle of the day with your kids? Is it at the end of the day? What what does this look like? What is it getting in the way of? Is it getting in the way of you working? So when you go to work, you're not as productive because you're just spending endless hours on social media and, you know, just calling it a break. And then, you know, you lose an hour. Like where is it showing up? Now, another question I want you to look into is how many hours are you spending on these things? Now, it's probably in the hours. Like if you, I want you to go into your phone and look at how much time you're spending on these things. And you can go and find, if you have an iPhone, probably other phones, you can go into settings and find out what amount of time you're on your phone per week and where are even the apps specifically you're spending those amount of time in. And I want you just to like take an honest look and probably you're going to be disgusted when you look at it. You're probably going to think, oh my goodness, I had no idea the problem was this bad. I think that's sadly a normal reaction with where we're at in our culture and, and, and our, this time in history, I think most of us would feel that way after looking at it because it is just crazy how addictive these things are. So go and face it, go and like get face to face with the reality of where you're at and wherever you're starting, that's okay. Like 
The fact that you're even looking is a huge step and really be encouraged because if you are spending a ton of time on your phone or, you know, you can figure out a different way to track TV if that's your thing or shopping. Uh, But if you're spending big chunks of time on those things, then ultimately you have even more room in your day, week, month to flex some stuff around and you're going to find you're going to get a ton of time back when you make some shifts. So be excited that that right there is some opportunity for time that you can pour into different things. Okay. So once you take, do that and, and, you know, another way to do this, if you want to know more about where you're spending your time, um, what, what things are sucking your time away, what time of the day, where it's going. Um, another thing you could do is do a time audit where you track all throughout your day. You choose just one day and you follow, like bring a piece of paper with you everywhere you go, or you can do a note on your phone. But I know just even having like that external piece of paper there to remind you to track your time, um, is helpful. And so then just like hour by hour, just check in. Okay. What did I do this hour? How much time did I spend on my phone? What did I do? What are the other things I did? Um, and that way you can just take a time audit to see where your time is going. And if there's like a crack somewhere, right? You're like, Oh wow. The middle of my day when my kids are napping. I mean, you probably are aware of that one. Um, but there's, you know, there's other time audits. And usually when you kind of take a moment to look at that, you're going to be amazed, uh, at how much time you're wasting. And so take the time to figure that out. And then after you kind of figure out, just the beginnings of how much time you're losing, where you're losing it, what what are you losing it on? I want you to uh, write down these questions and spend some time reflecting on these. Maybe even, you know, take this after the kids go to bed tonight and spend some time journaling, um, just kind of reflecting on these questions. Okay. The first one is, um, and by the way, I've taken these, um, some of these questions out of the Healed Mama Academy. This is one of the things we talk through on one of our weeks is, uh, boundaries and social media and trying to figure out what that looks like and, and how do we set healthy boundaries and what are the reflection reflecting we need to do in order to get to a healthy spot with it. And, um, just like with everything else in the Academy, we also go into our pain cycle and how, how our pain cycle, our pain that gets triggered is leading us to coping in these ways, because ultimately these, these things that we're doing are essentially can be kind of comprised for the most part into numbing behaviors and numbing behaviors are there to numb pain. And so for a lot of us, we're doing these things, not always, sometimes it is just a lack of intention with our time, um, or, you know, addiction for various reasons, but a lot of times it's numbing a pain. And I know even like the days that I have, usually it's like days my husband is out of town and I'm with all three kids alone. And maybe it's like not a work day for me. So it's just all of us. And maybe the weather was bad. And so we've been trapped inside all day and I just am at the end of myself. And it's those days, especially I feel really prone to the numbing behaviors and turning on the TV and whatever else. And I have noticed like those days I'm more susceptible to like eating a lot at the end of the day, like right, whatever those things are. And that's because I am triggered. That's because I'm in my pain and I'm feeling maybe out of control. Maybe I'm feeling inadequate, feeling like I, I didn't handle everything well that day, whatever's going on, I'm in my pain. And that's what we dive into in the Academy is talking through like, what is underneath all of this? Why are you choosing this? Why do you feel like you can't escape it? And so 
my encouragement to you is if you want to go deeper and if this is something that's a big issue in your life and you need some accountability as well as trying to understand what's underneath it, come and join us in the Academy. It is an incredible now year long experience where you get weekly coaching as well as video and worksheet content to work through at your own pace. And then we come together for group coaching once a week to talk through your questions and to dive deeper into what you're learning. And it is truly a life-changing experience. That's what every, all of the graduates have shared is just how much their life has changed through going through this. So I would love to see you there. And you just, I get to know you and I get eyes into your life to understand where you're at and what is going on. And you get feedback from me as well as just getting to hear where other mamas are at in this journey. And like, there's something just so powerful about hearing where other mamas are struggling and you're like, Oh, okay. I'm not alone. This is great. And let's all move forward together. So if you want to know more, um, I, by the way, also I was talking recently about wanting to update my, um, page where all the information is kept about the Healed Mama Academy and it's officially updated. So you can go and look at it. Um, it's going to take you to the initial page first and just click and then it'll take you to the brand new page with lots of more information and it's a lot more beautiful. So go enjoy that. If you haven't been over there in a while and, and, and Holy Spirit's been tugging at your heart for a bit, go check it out again. See, see if maybe now is the time because I would love to see you over there and I would love for you to join the tribe of women uh, walking through healing together. So you can find it at healed. Nope. Nope. Not healed mama. <laughs> it's at morning mama academy. G R eight as in the number eight.com, uh, morning mama academy, all one word dot G R eight.com. You can also find the link in the show notes or in the Facebook group, or you can email me if you're just totally lost. You can always email me any questions at support at morning Um, yeah, I would love, love to see you over there. It's, it's honestly one of my favorite parts of what I get to do is speaking directly into your life and hearing your stories and seeing God move through you. It encourages me in ways that I cannot even describe. So if you know that it's time to do something different, then let's take the leap, mama. Come apply now. And, um, I can't wait to just get to know you. All right. Um, okay. So going back to this, these, so these questions were taken just from a very small portion of one of the worksheets in the Academy. And so the first one is, so make sure you're writing this down. You can reflect on them later. What are these things? So the TV, the social media, whatever it is, what are they adding to your life? And they are adding something. Otherwise you would not be doing them. It might not be exactly the most productive thing that they're adding. Um, maybe it is like that numbing we're talking about, right? That's just to be honest, like it's numbing what you feel at the end of the day. Maybe it is, uh, you're doing it to get rest, but it's not really giving you the rest you're seeking, but whether it's, it's positive fully, or you can see some of the negative side of it, what is it adding? There's, there's something that it's adding. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. And so just reflect on that and be honest with yourself. And again, we're not necessarily trying to cut these out of your life completely. We're just trying to find some healthy boundaries so that you can get your time back. You can get your life back and not just allow these to seep into all the cracks and fill it up. Um, when you're not even being intentional with that space. Okay. So reflect on that. What is it adding to your life? The next one is what are, what are these things stealing from your life? So this one's kind of more obvious, but what are the things, and, and maybe it's something you've not thought about before because you only can see the positive. Maybe you're someone that loves social media and you're like, 
it's not stealing anything from my life. So let's take a minute and slow down and be honest. Like, what is it taking? Obviously like the bare minimum is time, right? It's taking your time, but what else is there? Is it, how do you feel after you're done with it? How do you feel after scrolling on social media? Do you feel connected to God? Do you feel connected to your friends? Do you feel good about yourself? Um, maybe, but a lot of time those things aren't true. I know for myself they're not, but that's why I'm not on social media much. Um, I usually feel like crap afterwards, you know, it's not a good feeling. Um, so what, what are they stealing from your life? You know, another way to look at this is like, what, what could I be doing in those moments if I wasn't on my phone or if I wasn't watching TV? And we're going to get to that as well. But just to, as you're thinking about what it's stealing from your life, you can, if you need help working through that question, you can think through that lens of like, well, I could be doing these things. Like I could be present with my kids, right? I could be uh, having time with God. Like, so just to help you think about what it might be stealing from your life. Okay. The third question, and I really want you to take some time on these. These can't really be answered quickly, um, to the, to the fullness, but the third one is what would it look like to have healthy boundaries with these things? So what would it look like to have healthy boundaries with these things? Because ultimately maybe some of you it's cutting out completely, but maybe some of you, it just needs to have some strong and healthy boundaries put in place in order to have a healthy relationship with it. Um, and some ideas like specifically about phones, some ideas of what those could look like is, um, you put your phone to bed early. So that's like you go and you plug your phone in. Um, when you get back from work, when the kids get home from school, like whatever that looks like, go plug your phone in to where it lives at night at like three, four o'clock and don't touch it again. Let it sleep, right? You're putting it to bed early, good night phone, and you don't touch it again. Um, and so you only have certain times when you can be on it. Um, some other ones is just don't start your day with your phone. Honestly, this is one we kind of all need. Um, if you don't already do this, do not look at your phone the first thing in the morning. I know that is like such an easy thing to do. Some people say it helps them wake up, but really you are using the best, the best, like the first moments where you have no distractions, right? You're just waking up, you're coming into a brand new day. And the first thing you bombard your mind with is just endless scrolling. Like that is not going to be good for you. And I get, it feels maybe good in the moment, but that is going to actually already deplete your brain. So you have less focus and attention than if you were to not start your day that way. So my recommendation to everyone is to not start your day that way. Um, some other ideas about boundaries you can put with your phone is to make your phone into a dumb phone. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do this. You could probably Google and come up with some ideas, but the simplest one of this is to delete your apps. So really go and delete every app pretty much, unless it's like absolutely essential to have on there and get the bare minimum. And I mean, delete all your social media apps. Don't have any of those apps on your phone. And then if you want to, at some point go on social media, you need to go onto like a, an actual computer to do it, or you can go into the browser in your phone if you don't have an actual computer, but like set up some barriers to getting there. Um, because I know it's so easy if you're triggered, if you're bored, if you're hungry, whatever, you reach over and you grab your phone, right? And you just start scrolling and you, you don't really even think about it. It just kind of happens. And then again, that turns into five, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, an hour so easily. 
And even if it's just five minutes or 10 minutes, like that is stealing that from your life. What else could you be doing with that time? Okay. So just things to think through. Sometimes creating those extra barriers can help. I most of the time do not have any social media apps on my phone. Sometimes I'll have Instagram on there, but I very rarely go onto it for the most part. Um, and, but most of the time they're not on my phone at all. Okay. And, and then there's a lot of other ways to make your phone into a dumb phone. Um, you can, I've, I've taken my email off. Actually, I just started checking it compulsively. And so I'm like, Nope, done. It's a little harder to like get updates, but ultimately like it's helped me. So I've taken that off. You can, um, yeah, just delete so many things. You can even turn it onto grayscale because there are, um, there's something about the blue light that comes from the phone that is very addictive. And so if you can, turn it into grayscale, it is far less addicting. Okay. Um, so just even thinking in terms of kind of text messages, if you're just constantly texting and it's like consuming a lot of your time. Now, texting is a little bit of a different beast because ultimately that can be something positive. Um, I know for me, texting really drains me. And so I have to find this happy medium of keeping connected with my friends, but also not just being on my phone all the time. And so it's challenging because, Yeah. It's like, I don't want to ignore people. It's never my intention, but I also know I have a limited amount of energy and time. And so I have to like be very specific about when I return text messages. Um, and so things that you can do, and this is something I'm still trying to figure out this sweet spot with, but you can essentially systemize your communication. If, if you're, if you relate to me, um, you know, you can do like more phone calls less frequently instead of text messages, um, you know, to catch up and just limit that time. And it's just like a quick connection. Um, you can like one of the ways I systemize communication is I, there's just a couple friends that are, you know, out of state that I'll do, uh, Marco Polo's with, which is like a, um, a, a video messaging app, I guess. Um, and, I only do that when I'm in the car and so when I'm specifically in the car alone. And so then I catch up with them then, and it's like a very set designated time. It's not taking from any other space. Um, you know, if there's, if there's a day where I just feel like I want to hear from God or put on worship music, then I'll, you know, not do that. But that's kind of a way I've systemized that communication. Also just getting like regular, regular hangouts scheduled with people so that you don't have to text as much. I know this is not a problem for everyone, but I know for me, it is very depleting. And so I have to have very strong boundaries around it. And so trying to strategize, how do I maintain the relationships that I value without stealing my focus and energy from the things that I really need to be present in because it can be, we can miss some of those important moments with our kids or husband or whatever, uh, because we're busy texting back and forth. And while there is enormous blessing from text messages and that really like makes communication more efficient, there's also a lot of struggle with it because it's more efficient. So it happens more often and it's always there. It's like this ubiquitous thing that is just constantly in your face. And if, if you don't have boundaries around it, it will just take all of your time. Like, you know, cause as soon as you text back, they're going to text back and then it's just this endless loop. Right? So just trying to think through the lens of how can I systemize my communication? How can I set healthy boundaries on these, um, text messages? And then in terms of TV use, like some ideas for boundaries is, um, to limit the number of minutes that you want to watch per night. Cause you know, I've even found like, sometimes I, you know, fall back into that all or nothing thinking where I think it's either, um, no TV at all or all the TV. Right. But if I just watch one show, then I still have time to read whatever that is. Right. Like you, you don't have to have just like no TV, 
But you also need to know yourself and where you're at. Are you going to have the self-control to turn the TV off after one show? So trying to figure out where you're at. So you can limit the number of minutes. You can learn, limit it to certain days, like maybe only on the weekends or maybe only on Fridays or whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's certain shows. You know, I know for me, if I don't have a specific show I'm into, then I have no temptation. But once I like open that door to a show that I'm really into, it's really hard for me to have self-control. So maybe it's just not starting shows and really just maybe having one show at a time and being very intentional about how much you watch it. Um, just yeah, trying to figure out what sweet spot there is for you. Okay. So obviously there's many more ideas you can come up with in terms of setting boundaries on these things, but those are just a few ideas to start thinking through. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is what do you do with the extra time? Okay. So Obviously, if these things are happening during the day, you need to be working. You need to be present with your kids. Like you need to uh, be with your husband. You need to be with God, right? So those are kind of obvious things that you're doing with that time. But if this is like end of the day stuff and you're using it as this kind of pseudo rest, because ultimately, you know, sometimes there's it's fine to watch TV at the end of the day, a movie or whatever. But to only ever do that is not going to give your soul and your body and your mind the rest that it needs. And just even like the blue light from those things is going to keep your brain active and it's going to disrupt your sleep. And so we want to be careful about how much we're using that. And I have found too that really I don't, in the moment, the TV feels great, but afterwards it doesn't. Like when I go to bed, I don't really feel fully rested in the morning. I don't feel rested. And I'm like, oh, I stayed up too late watching this or I wasted that time. Like it doesn't, it doesn't allow me to really process what's happening. Cause you know, I've even heard, I'm trying to remember the science behind it, but like we, our brains need silence and, and gaps to process. And so what's happening is we are in, inundated. I was trying to say this word earlier and I couldn't say it. I still can't say it inundated. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Hopefully (laughs) we're constantly overwhelmed with a sea of things and things happening and, and advertisements and social media and right. All the text messages, all these things being thrown at us all the time. And we're not actually giving ourselves space to process everything. And so it's all getting built up in our body and our mind. And that's part of why we're feeling so overwhelmed is because we're not like, instead of like giving ourselves that space to like think through it, that silence, we're just getting more information in there. And so then it's just building up and we're just feeling overwhelmed and anxious, right? And so giving ourselves that space to read where it's just quiet, you know, and if you have a thought that comes up, you have space to stop the reading and think through it and allow yourself to process or journal and like, write like, um, even the most ideal, right. Right. Through all these thoughts of like, what happened today and where am I at? And who am I? What is going on? <laughs> like just giving that space. Um, some of my favorite things to do at night that really feel the most restorative to me. Uh, I kind of already mentioned it, but reading, reading, I have fallen back in love with, and I cannot get enough of it. Uh, whether it's an audiobook or a physical book, audiobook is usually when I'm doing dishes or cleaning or something like that, um, or going for a walk sometimes as long as well as silence, because that that silence is really essential. But um, reading has just been so fun for me lately, and really like this is equipping me. Like if you want to move forward, you need to do something different. You need to 
take intake new information that's going to help you move forward. You need to get some skills, equip yourself, right? And like, just that's why I have the Healed Mama Academy. Like if you want to get some skills and really move forward, you got to do the work. And so there's, you know, videos and worksheets to work through. But in order to help yourself progress forward, reading is one of the most essential things that you can do. And a cool part about it too is like you, you feel like you're making progress. Like when I am reading a book, I'm like, oh, I'm almost done with this book, another book. And it just feels like you're moving forward. And I know in the midst of motherhood, uh, just kind of how it works to be a mother and parent and the endless cycle of the house and the kids, it can feel like you're not moving forward. And so to have something where you can tangibly see your progress, like a book is so helpful. Now, nonfiction or fiction is very great for your mind. And a lot of people love that. So do what you enjoy. I love nonfiction. I love learning and equipping myself and just feeling like I'm gaining skills and momentum forward. And so I love all things nonfiction. Um, but whatever kind of you enjoy and is going to give you that space of rest. Um, my favorite thing in the past was books and bath. So I would have like a bath every night and read a book. I haven't been doing that as much lately. I just kind of reading wherever, but that can be a really fun thing as well, or just a bath and silence. Honestly, often when I draw a bath for myself, I end up sitting in silence because it's like this holy moment of, it's like this peace, this, this deep inhale. And it's like, oh my gosh, my body and mind were craving this more than I could have possibly fathomed. So giving yourself that space, um, a couple quick things, um, working on a fun project. Like a lot of times the projects I'm making for you guys, I do at night cause they're just fun for me. And so I'm working on those. Um, you can also, you know, go to bed early so that you can get up for quality time with God instead of being rushed. So instead of endlessly just consuming TV and social media, go to bed early and you can have actual good time with God in the morning. Um, you can listen to an audiobook while you're getting organized or cleaning. Like that feels really great and productive as well. Um, or even just like sitting around a fire and watching the fire, reading around the fire, talking around the fire, doing projects around the fire, anything around the fire. It just feels so great. So just think about these. How would you feel after these things? Like, what would that feel like? And I can tell you from my experience, it feels so great. It feels like much better day than normal. Um, and you know, I, I want to acknowledge like the energy that it takes to initiate these things can feel like a lot and it feels like you don't have the capacity for it. But once you initiate it, it, it starts recharging you. It's just like that initial hurdle and then you're going to be loving it. And it's always so worth it. I never regret choosing one of these things instead. And so if you're really struggling, I encourage you to do a fast, like even just a 21 day fast to just reset things, completely get rid of TV or what, or social media or whatever it is, the thing that you're struggling with, that way it's going to kind of reset you and help you step out on a new branch. Okay. I can't stop talking about this stuff. I just get so excited. Let me just pray for you. And I believe that as you step forward and are intentional with setting healthy boundaries and thinking through where your time is going, that you are going to get so much beautiful time back and you're going to be able to slow down your life in a way that you can be who you were created to be. God, I just thank you for the gift of time. God, I thank you that you've entrusted it with us, God, to um, just do what we choose, Lord. And I thank you, God, that... 
you have equipped us to make good decisions, Lord. And, and even in that, there's so much freedom, so many different ways that we can be free in that and, and take care of ourselves. God, I pray for every mama that's listening, God, that you would give her insight into where that she's pouring her time into the wrong places. God, I pray that you would help her to see what the solutions are, what the boundaries are, and you would give her courage to set those God and get her accountability and and to set those and, and hold to them, God. And God, we just want what you want, God. Make us into who we were created to be, Lord. We are so hungry for your presence. We are so eager to become these amazing people that you planned out so long ago, God. So just show us how, God, and give us the strength to do it. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,